0: when the atmosphere begins to shift and everything that was once heavy begins to become light is an indicator that the Lord is in the room and and, and even though when I walked in the building I had a cry on my heart but all of a sudden it has flip-flopped into a praise in my spirit it is an indicator that the Lord is in the room and, and, and since we understand that God has everything that we need, and, and everything that we could ever want, when I declare into the atmosphere that the Spirit of the Lord is here, you should, like children, as we were on the porch, have your list out, Lord, have mercy. God, I'm going through it with my children. Yes, God, I'm going through it with some addictions. God, I'm going through it with my mental peace. Is there anybody in the building that's got a few things that they understand that it's only God that's going to bring them what they need? Well, I come to let you know this morning, the Spirit of the Lord is here. I dare you right now, lift your hands all over the building and declare what it is you need. You can declare it out loud. You can declare it in your mind because he is a mind regulator. Not only is he a mind regulator, he's a mind reader, amen. And, and, And maybe what it is that you need might be too personal to be shouting out to the people next to you. But I just believe that we serve a God that is so God that you can raise your hand. And, and, begin to, and begin to release in your mind what it is that you're going through. And the God that we serve is so powerful that he can meet you where you are. And he can meet every need. And he has a desire for us to live abundantly. He has a desire to meet those needs. Amen. How many of you trust him with your hell? How many of you trust him with your hurt? How many of you trust him with your uncertainties? He's here. The spirit of the Lord is here. I dare you release every woe, ism, and ouch that you're dealing with today. The spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just for a few seconds more. The spirit of the Lord is here. I dare you trust him with it today. You feel it? You feel that sweet, sweet presence? Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. Hallelujah. I dare you tell him what you need. I dare you tell him what you need. Tell him what you need today. Hallelujah. Let your glory fill this place. Let your glory fill this place. Let your Your glory fill this place. (laughs) Saturate our hearts. Saturate our minds. Breathe on us, Lord. Breathe your healing on us. Breathe breakthrough on us. Working it out, he's working it. He's working it out, he's working it. It's fixed, it's fixed, it's, <laughs> it's healed. Right there, yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Right there, right there, yeah, 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 right there. Hallelujah. Right there, right there. That's that sweet, sweet presence. Every now and again, you got to break protocol and just let him have his way in the building, amen? If I be lifted up, I draw all men under me. Hallelujah. One more time, let's seal it with a hand clap like you mean it, one of those ones you mean it. One of those ones you mean it, hallelujah. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We're gonna move on to our next, the next part of our service. Come on down, brothers. It is uh, offering time. Amen. It is offering time. Oh Lord, we have had. We have had an incredible weekend. Amen. I'm talking about, we've been blessed with some word, amen. We've been blessed with some praise and worship. Hold on, nephew. We've been been blessed with some praise and worship, amen. But you know what has filled my heart more than anything? This weekend, the men have been together, amen. We've been on, yeah, yeah. We've been on phones together. We've been on apps together. We've been at Golden Corral together. We've been down in Springfield at graduations together. Amen. Uh, we, we've been huddled up in rooms together. Amen. Everything talking about how can unity be better. Amen. And and I have never in the seven years that we've been here had a crew of men so focused and so Serious about the church being all right, Amen. Can we just give God a hand clap of praise for the men in the house today, Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we bless God, man. We we had people, uh, you know. We come from this place where uh, this ment this broken mentality where if I ain't there, then you know I ain't gonna support financially. And we had we had money coming from Tennessee, Amen. People saying, "Brother, I can't be there. It's my wife's, my wife's birthday. But 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 that paper's there. Amen. I'm there. I'm there monetarily. We had people showing up uh, that that we never saw showing up. So, hey, I'm there. I might not be at the breakfast, but I'm there. And, and 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 here's and here's my token. Here's my pledge. Here's my seed. You understand what I'm saying to you? We had people stand in the office that sat back and said, I, here, here, here it is. Here it is right here. I probably ain't gonna be in nothing that you're throwing. But but here's my seed. I'm talking about. We seen the men." of God be the men of God this weekend. Amen. And I am excited about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come here today thanking you for all things. We thank you because you are an awesome and a faithful and a keeping and a loving God. You love us despite us. You love us even though. When we are a hot mess, you love us and you love us the same. You love us good. You love us strong. You love us kind. You love us back to health. You love us back to mental health and spiritual health and emotional health, and physical health. You just love us. It's what you do. It's who you are. And we receive you today, Father. We receive you. We receive your love. We receive your instruction. We receive everything about you. We say thank you. Now, Father, we ask that you touch the hands of every sower in the house today. Touch the hands of those that feel that they don't have enough to sow or have anything to sow. God, I ask that you deal with their their faith right now. Let there be a healing on their faith. Understanding that that when they sow into good ground, in fact, in fact, you said in your word, if you sow, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. But if you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. And and being able to sow bountifully, even when the bankroll ain't really bountiful, is an accusation of our faith. It is an indication. It is a it is an example of our faith that that, that I might not have it, but you still gonna get it. Because I ain't trusting you for what I can see, Lord. I'm trusting you for what I can't see. I'm trusting you for college educations to be paid for. I'm, I'm 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 trusting you for mortgages to be met. I'm trusting you for car for I'm I'm trusting you for pink notes. I'm trusting you for last day payments at the car lot. Like, God, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. So I won't be afraid as I sow my seed. I won't sow sparingly because I don't I don't believe you. In fact, I remember when you told me that 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 that, that, that to try me and See if I don't open up a window and pour out a blessing that you have not room enough to receive. Trusting you with that today. And so, Lord, we offer you, we tithe and we offer you our best because you are the best. And we we ask that you do with it what you will. In Jesus precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Come on down with your tithes and offerings. Listen. Listen. If you're a person that does cash app, dollar sign, UWC Lex, dollar sign, UWC Lex. If you are a person that does PayPal, you can go to our website. It's under construction, but you can still go to our website, uwclex.org, uwclex.org. You can hit the donate button and PayPal is available if if you rock with a card. Uh, you can hit the kiosk amen the kiosk is out front you can go out there and tie or offer that way amen we do take checks amen make them payable to the unity worship center all checks payable to the unity worship center hey that's my mama amen my spiritual mama just walked in the house amen love me some you lady amen yeah 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 we bless god and uh as I promised you last week, Lee and I are working on an EBT app. Amen. He's a computer analyst, so we're gonna get the EBT app in. EBT app in you put in $80 worth of food stamps, you get $40 worth of credit. Hallelujah. Y'all act like I used to y'all act like y'all used to then buy and sell food stamps. Quit acting silly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Got some handsome ushers out here today. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, we working on that app. Amen. We're going to get y'all together. Amen. Uh, in fact, man, uh, before we go any further, today is Brother Lee's birthday. Amen. One, two, three. Happy, Happy birthday to you, <laughs> to you, Brother Lee. Lee. You know I will. (laughs) (laughs) We bless God, amen. We have had an awesome, awesome weekend, amen. And I put it on the page, and I don't think y'all felt me when I said, man, we've had two conferences this year, and two successes, amen. God has. The singer used to say, God has shined on me. He's been good to me, amen. And I just, think, can we just bless God one more time? I promise I'm going to get on into it. Before I go any further, Kenny, Brother Kenny, I want you to stand up, Amen. Brother Kenny graduated uh, the Isaiah house yesterday, long-term program. Yeah, yeah. Not only, watch this, not only did he graduate the program, he was one of the keynote speakers, amen? And the brother got up at the podium and talked about Jesus got up and talked about Jesus. Amen. And we bless God for him. He has now enrolled in college. Amen. Getting ready to go after that paper. Amen. That degree. Amen. He's already a peer group counselor support. Amen. Peer group support. And uh, he's getting ready to take his education further. And we bless God for him. This is the first man I ever baptized y'all. Amen. And uh, God's bringing them all home. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get into the word. Second Samuel, chapter 12, verses 16, 15 through 20. I'm going to try to end this men's conference, amen. Second Samuel, chapter 15, verses 15 through 20. And the Bible says, then, and y'all sit down, I'm working for y'all today. Then Nathan departed to his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and it became ill. David, therefore, pleaded with the God for the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. So the elders of his house arose and went to him uh, to raise him up from the ground. Lord, have mercy. But he would not, nor did he eat with them. Then on the seventh day, it came to pass that the child died and the servants of david were afraid to tell him that the child was dead for they said indeed while the child was alive we spoke to him and he would not heed our voice how can we tell him that the child is dead he may do harm he may do some harm when david saw that his servants were whispering david perceived that the child was dead and therefore david said unto the servants is the child dead They said, he is dead. Verse number 20, and I want you to catch this. So David arose from the ground. He washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes, and he went into the house of the Lord, and he worshiped. Then he went to his own house, and when he requested, they set food before him, and he... Before him, and he ate. If I could talk to you from a subtitle, men, I'm talking to you today. Women, you get to meddle. I'm still. A couple of years ago, while scrolling down Facebook, I ran across a clip of comedian Cat Williams. And the clip was entitled, Tiger Attacks in Reaction. Intrigued by the title of the clip, mostly because of my love of tigers and wildlife, hear my wife laugh as I say that the reason that she kind of looked up and laughed with that ounce of hater flowing through her veins (laughs) is because she happens to know a secret about me that I'm about to share with you. Is, Is it anyone in here like me that the things that interest you the most are the very things that you fear the most? I have a phobia or it's not actually a phobia, but it's more so a warning prophecy from the Lord. Yeah, that's it. It's a warning prophecy. And the prophecy that has warned me all my life that if, if not careful, I will die at the hands of wild animals. Now I know some of you may find that hard to believe because you hear me say things like I want to wrestle a shark. And everybody thought that I was playing. My wife thought that, you know, it really wasn't a beef between me and the shark world until uh, we went to Gatlinburg one weekend and we went to the aquarium and we, we, we seen these sharks. And so Miriam, she's, you know, being slick mouth, y'all know your first lady. And she says to me, she says, I go, yeah, shark, you want to fight it? And I went over to the, because I did, I did, I really wanted to. And so I went over to the window and I said, I said, I'm coming for you one day. And the shark followed me. When I went up like this, the shark came with me. When I stopped, am I lying? The shark stopped. I moved over to the left. The shark, and then and then I came to the conclusion, I want to fight you, just maybe not today. Now, some of you might think I'm just tripping about my warning prophecy, but I need you to first hear my proof, because I got proof. One day I was riding down Shinaway Parkway, Shinoahe Drive, and I ran over a possum. And I'd like to tell you that I, well, maybe I shouldn't say that since we're on live, it was an accident. I ran over the possum, and and I, I, I shall not lie. I'd like to tell you that it was an accident, but the truth of the matter was I hate them things. They are disgusting and creepy, and that night I saw it. I would had enough with the possum world, so I ran it over. So did. ran it over. Well, evidently, there must have been a possum witness somewhere in the shadows that I neglected to see and run down. And I'm pretty sure that he alerted the possum nation and let them know what happened. Here's how I know that happened. Two days later, my girlfriend at the time was at my house, and she asked me if I would go to her crib and pick something up for her. And every man in here knows what that means. That means that I get to go to her house by myself and go through her stuff to see if she's been cheating on me. I'm looking for hotel receipts, journals, anything I can find. Maybe another phone that she might be keeping on the low for possible other dudes. You understand what I'm saying to you? Y'all looking at me crazy, but uh, but you act like y'all ain't never done it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, But but, but I was in a world and I was in that world and and, and I was cheating on her. So, you know, if you have ever been a cheater, you can, you know, you can have the greatest spouse in the world. But your evil will have you thinking that everybody is as evil as you. (laughs) Y'all ain't going to be real with me in here today. And so and so and so I I went to her crib and and for 30 minutes and and I'm going through everything and I haven't found anything and I thought the thought hit me. Men already know what thought it was. She's at my crib by herself. (laughs) 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 Going through my stuff. And, And and you know, men, we don't hide things as well as they do. So now I'm making a mad dash for the door, and I open up the door, and before I start running down like two, three steps, and before I can get all the way down, guess who was, what, who was at the bottom of the steps? Two possums. The Lord stands in heaven. Two in shape possums, big possums with gym memberships. So I, I'm running down the steps. I see the two possums and I scream. Ah! <laughs> and I run back into the apartment and slam the door shut. And it hit me. They found out. So I call my cousin. May he rest in peace and God be happy with him. I call my cousin in Louisville and I said, Joe. And he answers. I said, I said, cuz, get Hot Boy and Diesel and, and, and get them up here, man. We got beef. So he's jumping on his other phones, his other phone about to hit Hot Boy and Diesel up. And he says to me as he's dialing the numbers, cuz do I know him? And I'm like, now, nah, dog, it's two possums. <laughs> and there's a silence on the phone. And I just noticed that I hear the clipping of the other phone. And he's and he's <laughs> and he's laughing so hard, and he says, Possums, like animals, possums. And I'm like, Yeah, animal possums. You know of a gang called the Possum Crew or the Possum Click? Get up here. And now my cousin's laughing so hard that I'm offended. And so he says, because, is that my rag?" He says, because, you got to know how to deal with the animals. I said, what do I do? He said, go get two canned goods. And if you just able to hit one of them, the other one gonna scatter. Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> what happened was, I missed with the first can, amen. And 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 and, but I, what I did was, when I missed, I got their attention. And 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 the second can, bing, I hit one, and I'm like, yeah, stop playing with me. And the possum shook it off. And, and it looked like they was actually getting ready to run up the steps. So, again, I screamed. Ah! And I run back in the apartment. Slam the door and lock it. This is a very true story. This is a very true story. For two hours, that's right, for two hours, I'm staring at the peephole looking out for the enemy. And finally, I open the door. I open the door and I don't see him. But at the bottom of the steps it was bushes on both sides. Never forget this. It was bushes on both sides. And I know that they might be waiting in there. So I just say, forget it. And I start down the steps. And I got to the last four steps and I wasn't set up with two seventy. At that time, I was about a one one sixty five Lily, was that about it? Back then, I was they thought I was getting high. And uh I jumped down the steps, four steps to go. I jumped down the steps, I hit the ground, and I'm screaming and running like the feds is on me. And I make it into the car, and I slam the car door shut, and I'm just like, because I'm thinking at any moment he, they're just going to come hit the door, like the window, like, you know, like, you don't get away. Y'all laughing, but see, I'm just real enough to tell my story. Uh, I scream until I realize I'm safe. And ever since then, I've been convinced that my life won't ever end to cancer. It won't end from former enemies of my past, but rather to a pack of wild animals somewhere alone where no one can help me. Y'all think I'm playing. Last night, we took our granddaughter, her shoes before she went back to Chicago, and she's got this wooded area. At nighttime, it's like a little forest, and I just started blowing the horn when we pulled up, and Miriam's like, you ain't going to take them to her? I'm like, she's younger than me. She can run faster than I can. I carry the word, and I I, I tell you what I do, I'll pull up, so she ain't got to walk so far, but I'm not getting out of here. Girl, you know the prophecy. I'm going to show y'all y'all's first lady, okay? (laughs) Miriam, do you believe that I'm a man of God? Do you? (laughs) Uh huh. You do? You believe I hear from God? So this must mean that if she believes that I'm a man of God and that I hear from God, that she wants me dead. Because she wanted me to get out of the car last night knowing that there's a prophecy on my life that wild animals are going to tear me apart. This is y'all's first lady. Back to Cat Williams. So this clip, right, it's about the tigers and when I pushed play on the clip, Cat began to talk because he was upset about this news story that he had heard, and it had him really upset. And, and the reporter was telling of this story where two grown men at the San Francisco Zoo had decided to climb inside a cage that housed real tigers, and everyone was so upset that this tragedy had happened, and what was under and, and, and that, that was understandable. But Cat Williams' argument uh, was not with the tigers. And I have to agree with him. His argument was not with the tigers. Uh, His and my problem was that the the two men, it was with the two men that were foolish enough to climb in the cage with the tigers. But what really had uh, upset Cat Williams as well as myself was the employee at the zoo who made one of the craziest statements that I had ever heard. He said, watch this, the zoo employee said, watch this. I don't know what got into the tigers. We are going to have to investigate and most likely put the tigers down. Hold on, hold on. Because I, like Cat Williams, feels like as sad and as horrific as this story is, the tiger really didn't do anything other than just be a tiger. And, and, and when you jump in a cage with a tiger, then, then as my daughter who taught our whole leadership team a saying when she was in the fifth grade that we stand on today and it goes, when you do what you do, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. How, how are we... To be upset with the tigers when they were simply doing what they know to do. It is in their natural, it is in their nature to maul, claw, and kill. And despite how stupid these two men were, I'm sure they knew that. Then Cat Williams he takes his comedic view, community view on on the tiger situation a little deeper. I promise, I'm going somewhere, and he challenges the audience to look at things from the tiger's perspective. And again, I find myself feeling where cat is coming from. Uh, h- here we have these massive beasts, such as Bengal tigers, which, which is mostly what you see in the zoo. Adult male Bengal tigers, uh, uh, the, the Panthera tigress, weighs about 480 pounds, and, and it measures out to about nine and a half feet in length. Females are are slightly smaller with an average weight of about 300 pounds. So here we have these apex predators, these alpha creatures who wake up in a bad mood. And, And when you think about the tiger that has been captured and incarcerated in the zoo to be gawked at day in and day out, Truth being told, their natural instinct tells them every day, boy, you are a tiger. Boy, you are a beast. You you, you are a killer. You are the number two apex creature in the world next to the killer whale. Every day, all day, something on the inside tells the tiger that there is nothing that can take it. When we see uh, hundreds of thousands of humans a day walking past his cage, his natural instinct is to get through that glass and kill everything moving. But he can't. The tiger knows that his surroundings are not the surroundings that he's supposed to be in. Lord have mercy. Men stay with me. He knows Uh, That sitting, that he's sitting on, he knows that sitting on display for people to walk by and take pics with their smartphones and tease him and, and hit the glass to provoke him and do fake roars to mock him was not what he was created to do nor put up with. Yet day after day and week after week, And month after month and year after year, the tiger sits back and watches people ridicule him. And small kids don't even fear him because when they begin to cry at first glancing the tiger, the tiger hears mama and daddy say, oh, you don't have to be afraid of him. He can't get out. He can't hurt you, which is really saying he's just a shell of what he's supposed to be. Men, are you following me in here today? He's just a shell of what he's supposed to be. And, 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 and the tiger knows that no matter how bad he wants to get out of that cage and do what he was born to do, he can't because he's trapped. And he can't get free. Do I have any men in the building today that knows what the tiger is going through? I'm I'm, I'm smarter than the money I bring home. I I have a vision, but but, but not the means to bring it to pass. And as a consequence, I wake up every morning and help somebody else live their dreams off my hard labor. Day in and day out, the tiger is feeling less and less powerful. And he begins to think to himself, maybe I'm not what they say I am. Maybe, maybe I've been tripping... Maybe I've been tripping all along. Comedian Cat Williams says, depression begins to set in with the tiger. And the tiger may begin to think, maybe, maybe I'm not a tiger after all. Maybe, he says, says, maybe I'm just an oversized, ferocious koala bear that people have no real need to fear. That ever happened to the men in here after loss, after loss. Failure after failure, after addiction, alcoholism, after domestic violence, after divorce, y'all not hearing me in here, after mistake, after mistake, after losing the job, after the kids lose respect for you, you ever question your manhood and say things like, maybe I'm... Maybe I'm not a man. Maybe I'm just a failure. Maybe I'm I'm not a man. Maybe, maybe I'm just a letdown. Maybe, maybe I'm not a man. Maybe I. Maybe it's true. I'm just always gonna be an addict, and I I can't even provide for my family. I can't even provide for my kids, and and they don't even come to me for advice. Everybody just expects me to fail, and it can get so crazy that you find yourself second guessing every step you make, and you wanna. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And your woman don't even trust your decisions no more. And you just get to the point to where you're ready to give up because you'd rather be anything. They continue life like this. The tiger stalks around the cage daily wondering like men stalk around life every day wondering what has happened to me. I'm better than what you see. I remember days of so much potential. I had a plan. I had a plan of action. I was going to be the greatest that they ever saw. I had a dream. I had a vision. But something somehow stepped into my life and messed everything up. And I'm really not feeling like a tiger. Especially... Think about, oh Lord, circus tigers, because tigers in the circus, in the circus acts, must perform specific acts at precise moments and times because the show must go on. Am I talking to any men in here today? Uh, I'm caged, but the show must go on. I'm whipped. But the show must go on. I'm all the way out of my element. But the show must go. Can I just tell my men? Can I just talk to some of the women real quick? What, what, what's the show? What's the show? The bills have still got to get paid. Baby still got to get through college. You understand what the car still Got to run, you know, immaculately because watch this, not just my car, but the car that my baby's driving in. And the, pa- the the car that my baby's got my babies in. Everything falls on the man. Everything falls on the man. I, I, I could give Miriam all the money that the bills require. Miriam decides that she's going to go out and go shopping that day. Watch this. Everybody can know that now we're in this financial woe, but her wardrobe is hot. You understand what I'm saying to you? And everybody can know what happened, what she done. You understand what I'm saying to you? But even though they know what she done, they still blame me. Men, am I talking to anybody in here before have you ever had to do it all on your own and everybody know you doing it on your own and because you're struggling but you're getting it done you you're getting it done but you might not get it done across like the guy across town who got a little bit of help you you, you, you you're getting it done but 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 you ain't doing it with the flair that some others are doing it and and, and, and folk got to set back the nerve to sit back and watch MTV and bet and and, and read these celebrity uh, stories and and look at you after they look at Jay-z and go, Jay-Z just spent $200 million on a crib, and and, and and you can't even get us a mortgage. My God, y'all don't hear me in here. Uh, 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 Drake just went through the city of, of Canada and gave 10 to 20 people thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, but you can't even give your kids skating ring money. Do you ever, anybody know what I'm talking about? That when you're sitting in a situation huh, that's not necessarily, you know, fair, for the man, but it don't make no never mind to nobody else because you're the man, and no matter what your situation is encasing you in, encaging you in, encircling around you, you are still called to perform. Oh Lord, still called to perform. And they wonder why we walk around depressed. We ain't mad, we depressed. We ain't mad, we defeated. We ain't mad, we are broken. We ain't mad, we let our own selves down. We ain't mad, we sick of it. We ain't mad. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. We ain't mad. We're tired of looking like what we look like. We ain't mad. We're tired of feeling how we feel. We ain't mad. We just ain't tigers. We've got something called positive reinforcement. Uh, and it's, But it's not the only method used by circus trainers. Or nightclub magicians. Often the cats are beaten. Lord have mercy. Starved and confined for long periods of time. In order to get them to uh, to cooperate or do what they want. And when I begin to think about this fact about the tigers and how they are trained. I begin to think about men. And many times we are beaten verbally. Lord have mercy. And don't be a man that's made a mistake or two. Because no matter how you try to be better from the mistake that you made, despite how you try to be better than what you used to be, Uh, let one thing not go their way and they quick to remind you of what you done and what you said and how you failed and how you wasn't there and how you let me down and and so we're verbally beaten and it's a way of training that it's not positive reinforcement but when, when you begin to verbally beat me you begin to beat me into doing what it is that you want me to do So now I'm doing what I don't want to do because you are whipping me into a place of where you want me to be. And you're trying to figure out why you keep saying you don't feel like a man. Oh, God. The messages that the public gets. Mm -hmm. The messages that the public. Oh, can I just go back and deal with that thing about being uh, starved? (laughs) Cause, so, cause we living in times now. Like, can I just be men? Can I talk for you today? Is that all right? Uh, cause we living in times now where women uh, see. When I grew up, uh, women, no matter what, they could, they could be all the way mad at you. Watch this, but the the dinner's still gonna be on the table. They, they they could be all the way mad at you, but clothes still gonna be ironed for work tomorrow. You understand what I'm saying to you? They they can have a whole attitude with you watch this and be right but they ain't going to disrespect or or neglect the woman's duties as far as being the queen of the house as far as being the wife that makes it happen because anybody that any man in here that's successful understands that he's not successful on his own he's successful because of the queen that stands behind him you understand what I'm saying to you? you and if you happen to be in the house and you a raggedy queen and you don't stand behind your man and he's still successful that's just letting you know what God thinks about him despite Bite you don't cook don't clean watch this and, and 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 what it does is when it's when we're in a, a situation that is that is that is jacked up that is that is that is negative there's no positivity anywhere in it watch this what men do is we retreat. We withdraw, we back up, we build man caves, we get up out of there you understand what I'm saying to you so you're fine you're sexy you're you're pretty everybody thinks you're the bomb but you stay upstairs in your room and I stay downstairs in my room and we don't really even sleep in the same room because truth be told I don't even like you because you make me dislike me and so we're a shell of a marriage but when we step out in public oh we are fresh to death you can't see a problem with this but on the inside I'm dying Dying on the inside. It wasn't until I got out of prison that I found out that women were liars. Mm -hmm. Women are liars. Not all women, but most women are liars. Watch this. And they don't know what they want. When I got out of prison, my mother's in here. She knows it's the truth. I dealt with a liar and a woman that didn't know what she wanted. I want a good man. How many of y'all single ladies in here want a good man? Then let me ask you a question. Do you want a good man or do you want a man that's going to give you what you want? It's a difference, baby. And if you think that that's the same, you the problem and been the problem in all the relationships you've been in. There's a difference between having a good man and then having a man to give you what he wants. This is why we got jokers out here working two jobs, can't sleep, You want, working two jobs and still can't sleep, because they're trying to take care of somebody that don't love them but just loves what they can do for them. So I tell men all the time, look here, I know, I know I got, I got men like passions too. I, ooh, I desire them too. <laughs> Ain't nothing like them. You understand what I'm saying to you? But boy, you better love you first. Because when you can love you first, watch this, You can't jaded, but you can't be jaded by how thick she is. When you love you first, you don't care how good she can cook. I can go take a cooking class. But the problem for us men are we clingy and needy. And, 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 and you know, we rock with X and Y chromosomes. So, so, so we we got we got our feelings and theirs. That, that's why we can go out and cheat on on, on on our women with 30 different women and don't feel bad. But let your woman give somebody their phone number and you're ready to commit suicide. You gave him your what? Domestic violence getting ready to happen. You gave him your number. How you going to be mad at that? You done slept with 10 different women. You gave him your number. The message, watch this, the message that the public gets, because sometimes relationships can be a circus. The message that the public gets from the circus circus acts couldn't be worse. Because these acts either show men dominating one of nature's most magnificent creatures, which would never happen on an even playing field. Men, could I say this to you? On an even playing field she wouldn't be able to do to you what she does on an even playing field what you mean pastor an even playing field when you've taken the time to get to know who you are when you've taken the time to get to know what you can stand and what you can't stand when 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 you can sit back and 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 and, and look at somebody and go uh, uh, you know, there was a song I, I, I played it up here not too long ago. Uh, where he says, "You're just, you're just, you're much too beautiful, girl. That's why I'd never work we, See, see, see. Here's the thing: she can be fine, she can be thick, she can be smart, she can be paid, she can be all those things. But watch this, man. I need you to understand: is if you know you insecure, let her go. Because not only are you gonna make her life hell, watch this, you are gonna make your life miserable. Men don't 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 want to get into a relationship until you've lost all insecurities. Uh, my wife told me one day. She said she said you know I don't really necessarily think you care anything about me. You know you never say nothing when dudes say something to me or speak to me or you know you never you never come at home and say hey you hug too much because you know my wife's a hugger and all that. She says I don't really know if you love me. I said it ain't got nothing to do with loving you. She said well, what's it got to do with? It? I said I know you. Yeah. I know who I married. I know what I married. So why in the world would I put you through some foolishness when I know who you are? And 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 and, and because I know who you are, get get this, I get to sleep good at night. You, you understand what I'm saying to you, fellas? It's important to 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 know who she is outside of what she looks like. It's important to know who she is. Watch this. When times get hard, when there ain't going to be enough money to cover everything, when we're going to have to sacrifice some things, when we're going to have to let some things go, when we're going to have to cancel the vacation, when we might not ever take a vacation, you're going to have to know that she's still going to be solid. Because if she ain't solid, not only does it bring hell to your life, but it lessens your self-esteem. Because you begin to say things like, I wish I could give her. Everything. Let me tell you something, man. I just went through this two weeks ago. I just showed it with you last week. I was riding through seeing all these beautiful houses and I told my wife straight up, You can divorce me now. I, I ain't got like that. And you deserve all of it. But 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 when you got a rider on your side Woo! Woo! Men, I want you to hear me and hear me well. Uh, God will never give you anything that does not add value to your life. And when you get grown for real in your mind and grown for real in your spirituality, you understand that addition to your life is not what she looked like. Because watch this, in 20 years, she ain't going to look like she looked today. Oh, God, it ain't going to be considered thick today. What's thick today, next year might be flabby. You understand what I'm saying to you? And you're going to have to be able to love her in the flabby like you loved her in the thick. And so we can't be caught up with what she looked like. She might, watch this, she might use, she might lose use of her limbs and not be able to cook that bomb meal. So you're going to have to be able to say, I love you if I got to cook every meal because you can't walk no more. You understand what I'm saying to you? You got to stop looking at the material. You got to stop looking at what don't matter. And you got to ask questions like, how you feel if we don't ever live in a mansion? How you feel if you don't ever rock a Benz? How you feel if I need you to work every day until your retirement? How you feel? You got to know who it is trying to love what's worse in these illustrations that's promoted of us what blows my mind What I can't I can't stand my sister we were talking one day and she said you know why I left Facebook Bobby I said why she said because folk be lying all the time and I can't stand it I just left her house she don't love her kids and her kids don't love her and she's on it. She done took a picture with the kids, talking about, "I got the best babies in the world." She's like, "Them kids are from the poltergeist." <laughs> and when I sat back and I thought about that, hey, how many of y'all got people that you love that's in a bad relationship, but they front real good? And 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 let me tell you something. That makes you more upset than the bad relationship itself. That you sitting here miserable, lying, miserable, fronting. And that's what these circus trainers do. They, 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 they give you, when we at the uh, circus, they give you the impression that them and the tiger are at one. That, they, that there's a special bond between the trainer and his captive. This takes me back to when I was in prison. And every day I would stalk through the concrete jungle, messed up in my mind. Because what I need you to understand is that on the prison yards that I was housed on, they were anywhere from 300 to over 1,000 inmates a day. And the guards walked around, watch this, with the audacity to have no guns. And on the average, there would be maybe 20 to 30 guards on duty a shift uh, opposed, to five to 1, 000, p- opposed to 300 to 1,000 inmates. Uh, and, and that's only like 30 guards with, with no guns. And in most cases, especially when I was in prison, we had weights on the yard. You were, you know, we 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 you know you thought we had a gym membership when we was in prison. And 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 so and so in most cases, we were bigger than the guards. We were meaner in nature than the guards. The guards acted tough, but deep down they really didn't want no smoke. You understand what I'm saying to you? In most cases, we were craftier than them, yet we did what they said. We ate what they said we could eat. We showered when they said we could. We slept when they told us to. And we got up when they told us to. Yet it was more of us, and we were bigger, and we were meaner, but we did what they told us to do. We don't know why, but 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 we did it. And it made us angry, bitter, depressed, edgy. Watch this. Huh? Tigers. Could you imagine what the tiger was thinking? As fierce and powerful as it do it is, and due to its ferocity, uh, they could represent... Uh, uh, the, the emotion of anger suppressed anger and resentment man can I talk to you for a minute how many of you in the building are dealing with some real life pent up anger how many of you know about anxiety that could cause you to flip in a minute's notice because uh, 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 what folk don't understand about us men uh, what folk don't understand about us men is we have been held back for too long lord have mercy How many, can I just get some real men to be real honest in here today? How many of you are walking around, and I promise I'm saved, but I just want to get to the nitty-gritty of it. How many men in the building are walking around real life pissed off? Let me tell you why most of them didn't clap. Because most of them got somebody sitting next to them. CC, because... No, 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 no. I'm not being funny. And and watch this. The folk didn't clap because they got somebody sitting next to them who's all about them. And if you pissed off, then it's got to be about me. If you ain't happy, then it's got to be. Baby, everything ain't about you. Go sit down and shut up. This ain't even your conference. I'm upset because I'm not where I should be. I'm upset because I've played myself for cheap. I'm upset because I am not reaching my full potential. Stop it. And since you just want to be real, it, you getting on my nerves too. <laughs> been held up too long. We've been played off for too long. We've been let down for too long. And now you get to me you don't like. Now you get to me that you can't control. Somebody must have forgotten to tell you I'm still a tiger. You you, you 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 ever, you ever, men, you ever get pent against the wall and, and you trying not to say, I'm telling you I'm cool. Now, what's wrong with you? Now, everything is fine. Well, now, what's wrong with you? Baby, everything's good. Now, what's wrong with you? Why won't you talk to me? Because you make me sick. <laughs> now, let me stop stating in his tracks because I know somehow y'all think me and her is good. Yeah, yeah. Folk was ready to ride home. He can't stand First Lady. The devil is a lie. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with me or her. You heard me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for all men. Period. And as, pre- as perfect as she is, and as precious as she is, and as fine as she is, she get on my nerves sometimes. That's life. But, but last night we was talking. Night before last we was talking, and she hurt my little feelings. I was, ta- I was so excited about the conference. And she said, "Are you gonna shut up?" And, 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 and immediately my flesh kicked in. I said, oh, baby, we ain't never got to talk. You know me. Yeah, we, we, we can keep this energy right here. Oh, you oh you want me to say, oh, honey, we ain't got to, I'll shut up when it comes time to pay the light bill. I'll shut up when it comes time to pay the, the, the water bill. I'll shut up when it's time to get your hurt. I'll shut up. Not only will I shut up, I'll shut down. Then I figured out I was, I figured out I was in my feelings. And the baby wasn't home. It's getting real in here. Stand up, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to all do couch ministry tonight. We're just going to be on the phone texting each other. I'm on the couch. I'm on the couch. I'm on the couch. M-O-E. <laughs> mm. Lee, you meet us at Kentucky Fried Chicken, we got you. (laughs) Lord. (laughs) What kind of question? Let me tell you, when, that, when a woman asks a man, do, he, do she get on his nerves? Y'all seen that Abraham Lincoln commercial where he says, you know, Abraham couldn't tell no lie. And his wife come out there and say, do this dress make me look fat? And Abraham went, do y'all get on our nerves? Do you breathe? We love you, but Lord have mercy. Look, let me get done with this thing. I don't run past my time. 2 Samuel, I'm just going to go ahead for the sake of time and read the first verse. The last verse. Listen to me. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse number 20. So David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and he worshiped. Then he went into his own house and he requested that they set food before him and he ate. Here we find a desperate king who has made a bad mistake, and it's not just a mistake that affects him. It's a mistake that will claim the life of an innocent man as well, and some theologian says about 20,000 soldiers as well as their families. While the king's men are out in the battlefield, David, for whatever reason, has decided to fall back and chill, and he decides to take a stroll. And during his stroll, he sees this beautiful woman bathing in the nude, and and, and David is took. You hear me? David is Talk. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? You, you know when you're in the mall by yourself. Okay, man, just me. I'll take the hit. And you walk past them and, and it's, it's like four or five of them in one. You understand you know what I'm saying? Black, white, Latino, Puerto Rican. I mean, it's something that God why would you, why would you do that? And you are took. I feel like I got the bomber's wife on the planet, but every now and again, I find myself took. <laughs> Men, you can jump in at any time. He's so he's so took that when he inquires about her. And fi- we're gonna talk about that. And finds out that she is another man's wife, and not just any man, but Uriah, a faithful man on his team. He still sins for and still has sex with her anyway. Men, let me just say that there is a danger in not being where you're supposed to be. Can I say that again? Is a danger. Not being where you're supposed to be. And oft-time as men, we find ourselves getting into more things that we would have never gotten into had we been where we were supposed to be. Lord, have mercy. They, 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 David not just has sex with Bathsheba, but she also, he also gets a pregnant. And, and desperation sets in with David because he understands that his mess can very well get him killed. So he gets Uriah to return home, and he gets him drunk. And you know the story. He tries to get him drunk. He gets drunk. He says, now go lay with your wife. And Uriah says, I will not do it. Not while my men are out in the field where we should be. And he went to the barn, and he slept it off. He had dinner with him the next day. He says, he says come on. He gets him drunk again. He says, come on. Drink and be merry. Now go lay with your wife. And, and, and see, see, that's the difference between Uriah and most men, because most of us would have been laid up. And what David was hoping was, if you go lay up with it, we can say the baby's yours. But Uriah has integrity, and he says, nah, no, I will do no such thing. I will not go lay up with my wife while my other men are out here in the field laying by themselves, uh, fighting for their lives. A fight for you, O oh king. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day, David gets desperate. Let me tell you why you got to be careful about doing the wrong thing. Because it's only after you do the wrong thing you figure out it's not worth the right thing. Men, do you understand me? It will always be when you do the wrong thing that you'll figure out it's not worth the right thing. And and, and, and it's in that moment, that fleeting moment that you begin to think about, what if this gets found out? What if I, what if losing everything is on the line? And it makes you desperate. So David, comes up with a plan. He says, he writes a letter. I believe he writes a letter to Joab. And he tells Joab, he says, listen, I want you to put him on the front line. Put Uriah on the front line. And I want you to invade enemy territory. So that, watch this, so that Uriah can be killed. He gives the letter. He gives the death certificate to Uriah take back to the enforcer and Uriah rocks with such incur- and rocks with such integrity that he doesn't even open the letter. he just does as he's told the Bible tells us that they go into the war and about 20,000 Uriah is killed along with what theologians say about 20,000 soldiers all on the strength of David hitting something that wasn't his. He thought, you know, we. So you see, I, I know some people and some guys in here from the street, and 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 you ain't even got to be from the street to think you got away with something. And he and we think you have a. You remember remember when you done covered up everything to the point of where you thought you got away, yeah. and then you find out, I I, I ain't get away. <laughs> this is out there, yeah. huh? David is relaxing, yeah. thinking that he's gotten away and then the baby gets sick. And David goes, this is what I love about David though. Though David know he foul, he go to the only one he know can bring him through despite his foul. And if anybody is going to change this situation around, it's going to be God. But before that, he has a visit from a man named Nathan. And Nathan tells him this story to says is basically saying what David done. You had everything, but you had to have somebody else's. Woo! Be, be careful when you got everything, and everything ain't enough. That hunger gets you food poisoning. You hear me? sick, David is pleading with God, save my child. But then when he realizes the child is dead, watch this when we're done, he does five things that I have kept in my life since being in the position of pastor and bishop. Watch what David does. Man, I want you to make sure you get this because every now and again, you're going to mess up. Every now and again, we're going to lose our way. Every now and then, we're going to do things that we thought we'd never do. And when you find yourself in that place, and I don't know, but somebody might be here today that's already in that place, that you done missed the mark, and, 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 and I need you to understand, don't lay down, life ain't over. Don't give up because it seems like you can't get it together. Yes, you can. Don't forfeit what God has told you. I want you to know that you are still a tiger. Five things that David does, and I'm done. Verse number 20, he says, he says, and I call this the David principle. The first thing that David done was he rose from the ground, and watch this, and he washed himself. Every now and again, when you've been in a place that you knew you was never supposed to be in, you've got to wash off where you've been at. Mm. Second thing that he done was that he anointed himself. And in anointing himself, what he's saying is that I'm believing there's going to be a response to me still anointing myself. You don't anoint yourself just to anoint yourself. You anoint yourself because you are looking for what's coming after the anointing. Third thing he done that I love is, watch this, he changed his clothes. In other words, what I wore when I was in my mess, I will no longer wear again. What I wore to put me in this predicament, you will never find on my body again. And men, you got to make up in your mind that there's going to be some clothes that you used to wear, watch this, not in the physical, but in the mental, in the spiritual, that you're never going to wear again. I cannot wear lust again. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I cannot wear homosexuality again. Uh, 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 uh. I cannot, I cannot wear greed again. I cannot wear lust again. I can You understand what I, mean? I can't wear? Lying again. These clothes ought not fit the man of God. Right. <laughs> Had to change my whole wardrobe. I know something about that. Had to change my whole closet. Watch this. Then he went to the house of the Lord, and he worshipped. What what, what does that mean, Pastor? Uh, That means that, that he was naked and not ashamed that he was through worrying about what people knew about him. He was through worrying about how people was looking at him. He was through worried about how people was whispering about him because of his downfall, because of his mishap, because of his messed up behavior. He didn't care no more because he understood that God still loved him, and he's going to go into the house of the Lord and worship God despite what he's been through. He's going to worship God despite what he's done. He's going to worship God despite what he shouldn't have done. He's going to worship God despite what he said, how he acted, who he did it with. and all. he's going to worship God. Fifth thing he done. Blew my mind. There's the whole thing to it, Pastor Gross. Every man in here needs to catch this. He ordered something to eat. Some of you are trying to figure out what's so great that he ordered something to eat. He's the king of who has fallen, but his fall does not throw him off from who he is. More importantly, his fall does not throw him off from what he's been called to be, the king, and king's order. What, what, what are you saying, Pastor? He stepped into his apostolic right and said, despite how I've fallen, despite how I've messed up, despite how I've dropped the ball, despite how I've let some people down, despite how I've got some people killed, despite how I've lost myself, I'm going to order me something to eat because despite what I've been through, I'm still called to be the king. You know how you know you've been restored? When you're able to eat. How many of you ever messed up bad? Uh Huh? You messed up bad. So bad that you're thinking about it. It smelled good. It looked good. It's hot. It's just what you like, but you can't eat it. Lord, have mercy. I got a feeling I ain't just talking to men in here today. It, it, It looked good. On any other day, I'd have tore it up, had another bowl of it. But today, because I'm a mess times three, I've lost my appetite. But not only does David decide, I am still the king. Bring me something to eat. He's able to sit in the midst of Oh, God. Watch this. And he's eating in a personal place. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He's eating at home. Watch this. So everybody in the castle knows what he's done. Everybody in the castle knows how messed up he is. Everybody in the castle knows how he's dropped the ball, disrespected, just straight up tricked it all off. And he eats in the middle of them to let them know, don't Don't get this twisted, baby. I'm still a tiger. I might have messed up, but I'm still a tiger. I'm still the bomb.com. I still got it going on. Yeah, I might have made a bad move. Yeah, I might have made a bad decision. But don't get this thing twisted. I am who he says I am. If there's anybody in the building that can stand to your feet and declare with all the mess ups I done been through with all the trouble i done caused with all the bad decisions that i done made i'm still a tiger i'm still i'm still a tiger uh, ladies i'm still i'm still a tigress i'm, I'm still something I'm still something. I'm I'm still working with something powerful. I I still ain't to be played with. My best has yet to come. I I still got purpose on my life. I I still connected to destiny. I I still got a call. I, I still got a feeling that everything, Lord have mercy, don't make no, never mind how I messed up and who I messed up with. The thing that I understand is that I'm still called to be what he called me to be. This day forward, it's the David principle. I'm washing off what I've been through. I'm anointing myself for what's to come. Lord, have mercy. I'm changing out of these clothes. And I'm going to the house. I'm going to the house to worship. And when I get done, I'm going to order me something to eat. And then I'm going to eat it. Despite who don't like it. I'm going to eat it. Despite what I've done. I'm going to eat it. Despite how I missed it. Because I'm still, I'm still God. today is your day. And if we got any men in the building, young or old, it says today, Pastor, I'm going through it. And I don't feel like a tiger. I don't feel like a tiger. I thought by now I'd be in so much of a better place. thought my behavior would would be together at this age. But what I'm learning is that I'm a shell of who I'm supposed to be. I done took some losses, Pastor. I've been connected to some people that supposed to supposed to have loved me and they they mishandled me. didn't love me right but today pastor i want i want a renewed strength today lord i want you to i want you to create in me a new heart